This morning's reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 21 to 38. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves and young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was custom the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may dismiss your servant in peace. For your eyes have seen your salvation, my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marvelled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts and many hearts will be revealed and a word will pierce your own soul. There will be also a prophet, Anna, a daughter of Peniel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then she was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying, coming up to them at the very moment she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. This is the word of the Lord. We're going to pray before we start. Father, we thank you that as we wait on you, literally listen, that you may come. You may come and touch our hearts and our lives with the love of the born and living Jesus Christ. So open our eyes now, we pray. Amen. Debbie's already said that we're starting this morning a new series on hearing God. Uh, And this morning is particularly hearing through waiting. Uh, And we've got two people here who have been waiting virtually all their life. So these are tens, these are decades that Simeon and Anna have been waiting. Uh, And those of you, uh, I know that I mentioned it to quite a lot of you, Uh, Advent is a period of waiting uh, and we used uh, some of the the, uh, audio and and DVD clips from Amy or Ewing and she drew this difference between Kronos and Kairos. Kronos, we know, is that tick-tock. That is the time that passes as per your watch, as per your stopwatch. Kairos is that moment when God breaks in. That's his timing That's his moment. And Simeon had been praying in the temple for this moment 
all of his life. And then he's prompted by the Holy Spirit. And he goes out and he meets this young couple with this child. The child would have, by um, their tradition, would have been about a month old. He takes this child to bless it. He lifts it up and he looks into the eyes of God. He looks into the very eyes of God. And he proclaims the Messiah has come. Anna, likewise, has been in the temple fasting and praying for decades. And she's drawn to this same small group. And she bursts into praise because the Messiah has come. Two people who had been waiting and because of their waiting, this extraordinary power came over them uh, of, of vision and understanding. Now, I'm not sure that we're all called to wait for 60 or 70 years for God to speak to us. In fact, I think probably quite the opposite. And so, I just thought this week I would share with you two things which have happened to me this week, Wednesday and Friday uh, of this week. The first one I saw on Instagram. Marion pointed it out to me. Uh, If you don't follow Shot at Ten Paces on Instagram, you should. It's very good. Kate Kennington-Steer happens to be Colin and Jean's daughter. Uh, And she finds quotes and she puts them to her photographs and they're beautiful. This one uh, was, and I'll need to check his name, Gerno Candelini is the chap's name. Uh, And this is what he said. If life is viewed as a maze, every mistake is an unnecessary detour and a waste of time. If life is a labyrinth, then every mistake is part of the path and an indispensable master teacher. Now, it's quite difficult for you to take that on when you haven't seen it in front of you, so let me explain. A maze you do on your own and you make your own choices as to whether to go left or right. You find cul-de-sacs, you find dead ends, you find that you've wasted time and you're really annoyed with yourself. And actually you're annoyed with life because you're annoyed with the maze. And that's what it's like when we live life on our own. And Gerno Candelini is actually a religious teacher. And what he's trying to say is that when you're walking a labyrinth, you're walking a path that's already prepared for you. And that path is prepared by God. So, if you're travelling that labyrinth, you're travelling a journey with God, and those moments when you seem to turn left or right... It's because God is going to go with you and he's leading you for a purpose. And we learn to see God's hand at work in what we do. We learn to see those kairos moments when we would not have done that in any other way than God was leading us to do it. When God opens a door or alternatively he shuts a door when we experience God's love to the point when we know it hurt him. It hurts God. But nevertheless, he loves us. And then I had another Kairos moment on Friday. I was at an awards lunch at work, not the most uh, promising of venues. (coughs) Um, And I was sitting next to this, uh, I was between two young ladies, uh, and I was chatting to one of them, 
uh, on, on and off during this, this lunch. And um, just as the, uh, we even had a, a pud, uh, the dessert was arriving, uh, we start talking about her wedding, because she's getting married this year and weddings are on my mind. So I, I had plenty of things to talk about. Uh, and I was asking her about it, and she was saying, so why, why are you so interested? I said, well, I'm, I'm sort of interested in these sort of services and what you put in. She said, well, why? There's a reason. I said, well, actually, I'm a vicar. What? <laughs> she said, we've been sitting together for an hour, and you haven't decided to tell me the most defining point of your life. I thought, no, I hadn't. I was just being me. And so she said, well, come on, you can't stop there. Now let's talk about it. She said, well, I used to be a Catholic, but I don't really go anymore. And I said, well, that's interesting. Why were you a Catholic? Uh, And she said, well, well, it was sort of duty, but then I got into biology and I didn't... I said, oh, I really like biology. I said, I struggled with biology for years because you can't be a Christian and an evolutionist. And then I found Jesus Christ... Uh, And if I believe in Jesus Christ because he's historically proven and he says that this is what happened, that's cool with me. And she said, you know, that's interesting. That's cool with me too. Uh, What do you think about the Big Bang? Oh, so we went on to the Big Bang and then we went on to development of personal spirituality. So for 25 minutes, I don't know what else was happening in the room actually, but we were having an absolutely brilliant time. She invited me at one point to do her wedding in Bath. Sorry, I haven't told you that bit yet. <laughs> but she has actually got a vicar lined up. <laughs> but she said, oh, I don't really like them. But I, if, if you could come, that would be good. So what was it with Simeon and Anna that they'd been waiting for all that time for that kairos moment of God's love to break through into humanity. What made their everyday the extraordinary? You see, when we wait, we feel as though we should switch off. We need to switch off to give ourselves time to wait. I, I think that's wrong. We don't switch off, we turn on. Do you remember the old radios with the dial? It's not so good, is it? It's not such fun with a digital where it just sort of searches for you. But the old dial, you had to twist it. (laughs) Welcome to Radio 4. I mean, there are other radio stations, but they're not as good, obviously. But we have to tune in. And the waiting is tuning in. And Simeon and Anna had spent their life Tuning in to God. So that when their moment arrived, what a moment to have missed. Holding up and looking into the eyes of God. Would you have wanted to miss that? Wow. He was on the right wavelength. Anna was on the right wavelength as well. And it's like that with God. There's so much white noise, isn't there, around us. You know, at that lunch, there were lots of people talking. There was lots of laughter, lots of clapping and cheering because it was an awards dinner. But in the midst of it, there was that moment of silence when we connected with God. Anna didn't just sleep at the temple. She prayed, she fasted, she concentrated, she tuned in. 
It reminds me of a, a great old hymn, actually, where I think it was Michael Bourne set the music to it. I lift my eyes to the quiet hills in the press of a busy day. As green hills stand in a dusty land, so God is my strength and stay. I lift my eyes to the quiet hills, to a calm that is mine to share, secure and still in the Father's will and kept by the Father's care. Do we want to tune in to those Kairos moments of God? Do we want to hear God? Then let's wait on Him. Let us this week wait upon God and allow our Kronos to be His Kairos. Our Kronos time can be His Kairos breaking power. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that you want to break in, you want to spend time with us, you want to share with us your whole personality and all of your love. So enable us to wait. Wait upon you. Actively tune in and try and touch our Heavenly Father in our mind's eye to lift you up and look into your eye to see you. And Lord, as we walk our journey together, show us those Kairos moments that we can share your love with others. In your name we pray. Amen.